Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis. This is the Catholic podcast where you will discover spunk and motivation to live a vibrant and transformational life as a child of God. I'm Rochelle Lucero, and I invite you to walk with me as we dive into all the things that Jesus gave us to do just that. I'm talking about the Bible, Catholic tradition, church documents, the catechism, the saints, the fathers, the doctors of the church, you name it, and I'll draw from it. You and I together, we are going to transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Hey, what's up? Thank you for joining me today for another episode of the Clumsy Theosis podcast. If you were paying attention during the introduction, you would know that my name is Rochelle Lucero. I'm really glad that you're here today because we're talking about praise. That's right. Your prayers of praise. Now, when you pray, you are probably fully aware of this, but when you pray, you're working on two-way communication between yourself and God either starting a relationship, growing a relationship, strengthening your relationship with him. However, whatever's going on, you're talking to him and he's listening to you. And he's talking to you and hopefully, hopefully you're listening to him. Now, when you're talking to God, the form that your prayer takes, it falls into one of five basic form categories. Those would be petition, intercession, blessing and adoration, thanksgiving, and praise, like we're talking about today. And I left praise till the end of this series that we've been working on, on the forms of prayer. I've left it to the end because, did you know, that prayers of praise embrace all of the forms of prayer and carry them towards God. I'm going to say that again because it's super important and you're going to want to remember it for the rest of your life. Prayers of praise embrace all of the forms of prayer and carry them towards God. So that means if you have prayers of petition, yeah, you should be coupling them with praise. If you have prayers of thanksgiving, yes, couple those with praise. Also, if you're interceding for someone, yes, definitely couple those with praise. Even if you're blessing and adoring God, still remember to praise God as well. And when you do this, your praise will elevate the rest of your prayers. It's like prayers of praise are rocket fuel for prayer, right? So my recommendation is to do it always and everywhere. Always and everywhere, praise God, okay? Always prayers of praise. And I also have a pro tip, which I will reveal to you later on in this episode about this one quintessential instance of pure praise. You encounter this more frequently than I'm sure you are currently aware of, but I'm going to point it out to you so that you can make sure that you get in on that moment of pure praise. Because if prayers of praise are rocket fuel for your prayer, this moment is one that you are not going to want to pass up. But first, we need to talk about prayers of praise and what they actually are. Because, yes, speaking from personal experience, It was not obvious to me what prayers of praise were. I thought it was obvious. I thought I knew what prayers of praise were. But um, yeah, before someone spelled it out to me, I thought that they were just singing songs about God, just singing Christian songs. I thought that was praise. We're going to talk a little bit about singing later on. But yeah, my presumption was way off. There is so much happening that it will blow your mind. 
Firstly, praise is what happens when your spirit is joined with the spirit, as in the Holy Spirit of God. And together, they bear witness that you are a child of God, which is a huge declaration to make. And together with the Holy Spirit, when you are praising, that's the declaration you're making. Also, praise is the form of prayer that expresses your recognition that God is God, that he is ineffable, inconceivable, all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing. He is God. Your praise also lauds God, not because of what he's done for you, not because of the gifts that he's given you, but just because he is, just because he exists. Now, also, I want to say that a lot of times, and again, this is me speaking from personal experience, uh, don't you love how I talk about all of the stupid things I used to think once upon a time? Um, But a lot of times we can associate praise with an achievement. You know, like I did a good thing, a big thing or a notable thing and, and people praised for this thing that I did. But that is not praise in the world of Christian prayer. All right, that is not praise in the world of Christian prayer. Now, when I learned this, I had this Holy Spirit moment and I made this correlation between the way that God loves me and how I should praise God. Let me, let me explain that. I know that God loves me simply because I exist, not because of anything that I've done, not because of anything that I will do, just because I exist. That is the reason why God loves me, right? And so I was able to use that for the model for me praising God so that I would remember that I need to praise God simply because he is, simply because he exists and not because of any blessings or gifts that he has given to me. That definitely helped me when it came to praise and to make the distinction between praise and thanksgiving. But I also got this bonus, which I'll elaborate more on a little later on. But this bonus helped strengthen my identity as a child of God. And it helped me to move out of this performance-based mentality in which I felt like I needed to earn God's love and into one in which I fully knew and believed that his love for me was freely given, not because of anything I did or anything that I would do, just because, and that might seem like a little bit of a tangent, but like I said, I'm going to go into this more deeply later on, and it's going to rock your world if you're anything like me. But I want to get back on track, and I want to talk about how. That's the next point in our notes. How. How do we praise God? What are some examples? Is praising God just singing? No, it is not. And I emphasize that word just. Singing is um, the method in which we praise God, but praise is not just singing. There is so much going on under the surface in your soul and in your mind and in your body and your heart and even, even in the atmosphere around you. And get this, <laughs> this is awesome, um, in the earthly and heavenly realms. You are affecting them by your praise of God. Like that is just like, uh, I have no words. And didn't St. Augustine say that singing is like praying twice or praying three times, something like that? If I'm wrong, please correct me. You can email me, clumsytheosis at gmail.com and tell me how wrong I am. And I don't mind. (laughs) When it comes to music, Uh, Most people might not be aware, so I am going to tell you that music can bypass the mind 
and it can get into your heart, can bypass the mind and get into your heart. And that's why in our liturgies, going all the way back to the time of King David, they had such an emphasis on music and song and chant. So what are some examples of praise? Well, the first place I'm going to point you to and tell me that you didn't see this one coming. The first place I'm going to point you to is the Psalms. The Psalms are awesome when it comes to praise because one, you can learn a lot about praise, like when it was done, how it was done, how often it was done. Like it's just all over the Psalms. But the Psalms themselves, they also contain like a multitude of verses that are actually praise in and of themselves, which we will go over a few of them in our declarations today. Another great example of praise, and I know that you are familiar with this, but you might not have been aware of like what a big deal it was. It's during the Gloria at the beginning of the Roman Rite Mass, when you sing glory to God in the highest and peace to his people of goodwill, right? Does that, that, I know that rings bells, right? But when you continue on, just pay attention to this. You sing, we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. And then you switch gears and you move from the Father to now you're praising Jesus because you sing, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, you take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are holy. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit. See, and right there, now you've switched gears again, and you're talking about the third person of the Trinity, and you're praising him. And you're talking about, what do you say? Um, With the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. So as I went through that, and did you notice how When we sing the Gloria, we are actually giving glory to God and praising him for who he is, right? We're using titles for who he is, descriptions of who he is, and we're doing this for God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And that's why the Gloria is known as the Great Doxology during the Roman Rite Mass. That's a little feather in your cap for you to take with you. There are other moments of doxology or praise throughout the rest of the Mass, so pay attention the next time you go to Mass and try to find them, especially, I think it's easiest on a Sunday um, because there are a few more prayers during Sunday, and when you have the accompaniment of choir, and it just, yeah, I think it's easiest on a Sunday. So pay attention, especially during the the Eucharistic prayer before communion. And now that I've mentioned the Eucharistic prayer, I might as well tell you that the Eucharist, since it is a pure offering, I'm sure you've probably heard that, the Eucharist is a pure offering. It expresses all the forms of prayer. So all the five forms of prayer we talked about are expressed in the pure offering in the Eucharist. And that is how we can say that the Eucharist is a sacrifice of praise. Have you ever wondered that? I used to wonder, like, why is it called a sacrifice of praise? I don't, I don't get it. This is why it's called a sacrifice of praise. Because praise, remember, it encompasses all the forms of prayer, right? The Eucharist, it expresses all the forms of prayer and it is a pure offering, therefore a sacrifice of praise. And that makes the Eucharist the highest occasion to offer your praise and send all of the rest of your prayers along with it towards the Father. Okay, isn't that awesome? Now, of course, don't get me wrong. Do not misunderstand, please. That does not mean that your praise is any less effective at other times, 
right? It doesn't work that way. God does not work that way. I'm just saying that this is pure offering. This is a sacrifice of praise. You really want to get in on this and you really want to make sure that you are engaged spiritually, mentally, physically, all of you, right? During the sacrifice of praise, during the Eucharist, during the Mass. But like I said, praise God always and everywhere. It is rocket fuel to the rest of your prayers. You know, that does bring up a good point as to when we praise, right? So yeah, of course, do it always, all the time. And it can be easier and it might seem more natural for us to do it when we believe that God is God and that God is good, when we have a strong faith that God is God and that God is good. But I'm going to say that it's even more important that we praise God when our belief might need a little nudge, when our faith needs to be strengthened. Because remember, when you praise, the Holy Spirit is uniting with your spirit and the Holy Spirit is teaching you. He's also reminding you of things he's already told you. And he's reinforcing the truth when the enemy is trying to tell you lies about God. And in this way, prayers of praise are actually a gift from God to us. Think about that for a second. It might seem like, oh, I'm the one who's offering all this praise to God. I'm the one who's giving him the gift. No, 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 no. Prayers of praise are God's gift to us because they strengthen our belief and they strengthen our faith. They also are a gift to us in the fact that they keep us firm in our identity as children of God and the authority that we have as children of God and the power that we have access to in heaven and also in the authority to carry out and thrive in the mission and the purpose that God has for each one of us. Because remember that praise helps our belief and it helps our strength. Sorry, it helps our belief and it helps our faith in who God is. And when we are strong in the knowledge of who God is, We are in turn strong in the knowledge of who we are as his children and what that means. Because remember, we are being transformed to be more and more like God. That is the whole purpose and process and journey of theosis is to become more like God. The more we understand who he is, the better we understand who we are. And that is just so, so good. So I think we need to declare what praise is, what it does over us so that we can partner with the truth. We can step into this glorious truth that he has made available for us to know and to grow in. But really quickly, it's time to thank our top supporting patrons. Patrons donate monthly. Sometimes they donate once, but it like covers like a whole year, a whole year's worth of giving. But our patrons donate monthly and Vincent, Sherry, Gina, T-Rex, Jason, and Lewis, they donate the most every month. They are our top supporting donors. And this podcast is only possible because of the donation from our listeners like you. If you want to be a patron, if you want to donate in any other capacity, you can do so. And all the information you need is at clumsytheosis.net slash donate. Please let me know if you have any questions and pray about it. I would be so, so grateful. All right. It is Advent, right? We are now embarking upon Advent in the Roman church. In the Byzantine church, we refer to this time as the Philip's fast. But in any case, we are preparing for the coming of Christ at Christmas. During this time, I usually like to try and take some time to myself so that I could prepare myself. So there will probably be less episodes between now and the end of the year, but there will be some. To make sure you do not miss any of those episodes, please sign up for the email. There's a link in the show notes. With every email, I send you a link that 
sends you the actual episode. It also sends you the check-in, which are a couple of reflection questions that correspond with what you learned in the episode or what God is reminding you or refreshing within you in that episode so that you can actually internalize it and make it something fruitful in your walk with the Lord and in your journey of theosis. Again, there's a link in the show notes to sign up for the email. I will also... I will also be launching my store before the end of the year, and I will be emailing you when that comes out. So another incentive to sign up. Okay, so we're going to do some declarations. Most of these are from the Psalms. If you want to know which Psalms they are, or if you want to revisit these declarations again at another time, there's a link for them in the show notes. All right, if you're ready to partner with the Lord and with his truth, repeat after me. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree, my heart leaps for joy and with song when I praise. I will praise the Lord as long as I live, and in his name I will lift up my hands. Great is the Lord and most worthy of my praise. His greatness no one can fathom. My mouth is filled with your praise, O God, declaring your splendor all day long. When I praise the Lord, I receive the gift of faith. I grow in my identity as a child of God when I praise the Lord. Amen. All right, again, you can find these declarations in the show notes. There's a link. It'll take you to the website. You'll have everything that you need at your fingertips. As always, you can contact me through the website or via email, clumsytheosis at gmail.com. Ask me your questions. Send me your feedback. Let me know how you're doing in your walk with the Lord. I love to hear from you. I love to respond. So don't be shy. Until our next episode, peace out. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Since you made it this far, you know what that means, right? We're like totally best friends now. (laughs) But for real though, thanks so much for spending time with me and growing in your faith knowledge and letting Christ transform you. Since you stayed this long, I'm thinking that you liked the episode. So will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or all of your friends on social media? While you're online, I invite you to check out my website, clumsytheosis.net. There you're going to find all of the things that you need, such as how to get in touch with me, how to book me as a speaker, how to find my social channels, how to sign up for our weekly email, and very importantly, this is very important, how to donate if you'd like to support the show. This show is listened to in approximately 90 countries across the globe. So if you find value in this show, please consider donating at clumsytheosis.net. Anything that you give is very much appreciated and it is super helpful. All right. Thanks again for walking with me today. Remember that we can transform the world by letting Christ transform us.